When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got the numbers, the dog is. Barlow, tucked into the pocket. Thinks about the centering kick. He goes, oh, no! Out of this world! <laughs> he took one on, and then he's kicked the banana. And it wasn't a peel banana, it's a bit of a floater. It was the slow bender. Yes, Michael Barlow from his playing days at the Fremantle Dockers, of course. He was a pretty handy player, high position midfield. I don't remember him kicking that many unbelievable goals, so that must have been one out of the box. Mick, welcome to the show. Yeah, morning, Duff. Um, There was one, that was one, and I think I kicked another good one uh, in a derby, but um, that was about it, mate. Two, I'll take two, and that'll do. Yep, but you did find the footy, mate. I remember that. You could have found the footy in a bloody lost dog's home, I reckon. You were, you were pretty good at doing that, uh, running around, running up uh, big numbers around the midfield. Michael, thanks for joining us on the show. Um, what do you make of what happened with West Coast and Sydney on the weekend, the 171-point loss? Yeah, it was pretty grim, wasn't it? And, uh, speaking of running up numbers, I actually played a game of local footy on the weekend, Duff. Um, so I pulled on the boots. Yeah. Uh, 12 months after my last effort. So I don't, I don't play anymore, but I coach. Had the weekend off coaching, so I went and played Saturday afternoon uh, for Shepparton United, my junior club. Um, and I got off the track, finished the game, and came in. I thought I'd check the scores. Um, and you had, to, you had to double check, didn't you? When you had a look at first glance, it was three-quarter time at the time. And, um, yeah, it just looked horrible. And you must have thought that injuries had come again or um, a circumstance had surrounded the Eagles again that was, was largely out of their control. Um, but I think it's getting past that a little bit, isn't it? I, I did listen to a bit of your, your show this morning um, with Goss and Scotty Cummings and, and Hayes, and, and Hayes jumped on the, the Victorian SEN and, and described the situation. And I think a lot of the commentary coming through now is you know, we're past the excuses or, or the excuses which the Eagles have, have tried to shuffle to the back, they are coming out now um, uh, ad nauseum around what their circumstance is. But the facts were that their midfield really strong, as strong as it's been for, for the whole year on the weekend. They had Shuey, they had Kelly, they had She, they had Gaff, um, they had Yo. You know, Bailey Williams has now played a fair bit of footy and, and probably been one of their better performers across the year. So, um, yeah, not all of those players were were at a really low level on the weekend. A couple of them stood up. I thought Luke Chewy had a real go. Um, but outside of probably a handful, um, yeah, each week we're just getting exposed to the fact that um, there's eight to nine that aren't up to it and, and the end of the season can't come quick enough. So... Can Adam Simpson survive this, in your view? Being a, a, a player, and you've been a player in strong teams and in and in weaker teams, um, does it get to a point where you simply need to change the coach? Um, I just don't think it serves a purpose at the moment in terms of what what's going on with the club and um, you know, a, new, a new coach in the short term um, is going to be the same issue. So the availability is one thing. I think they'll get a few back in, in time, but 
you know, they're still going to be up against it with personnel um, for the rest of the year. I, I, Hayes summed it up really well um, listening to him this morning uh, with with Kane and Bucks on the Victorian SEN around. All departments are right under the microscope, aren't they? So the coaching is one thing. Um, and the list management, I'm, I'm interested to know how how in depth or how in touch with the list management decisions the coaching um, actually is involved with. There is an element of it and there would be a connection, but largely you trust list management to get their job done and get, get a um, competitive side and, and get that next wave of talent in. And it just hasn't come. There's been some circumstance around Daniel Venables um, and some other that's probably been taken away from that this management couldn't foresee. Um, but yeah, I, I think from a coaching, I do have empathy and and a, and a connection. I think with what what Adam Simpson is doing and how he's going about it, and I do feel that, that they've got to stick with him, in particular for the rest of the year, because I don't think it's served the purpose bringing anyone else in now. Um, but yeah, it's, I think the the jungle drums are beating. But from my point of view. Uh, there needs to be a lift from the players. And I think that the post-game from Adam Simpson, if players are sitting back and, and listening to that and thinking they can just go through the motions of training again this week and roll up to the game on the weekend against St Kilda, and, um, you know, that's all right. Adam Simpson will, will take the brunt of it. They've got to pull their socks up and get to work because um, I think the time's come for a lot of these guys to actually um, yeah, open themselves up and, and commit to 100% effort. If you are Adam Simpson this week and you are trying to find a spike, a, a, a redemptive performance when you play against St Kilda this weekend, what would you be doing? What, how would you strip this back to, to get a sustainable game plan given what you're likely to have on the park? Yeah, I think, and even, and you'd be, you could probably help me out, Duffy, in terms of, in terms of players like available to come back in, is there, a, is there two or three that are coming back this week? Not really. No, not really. Not really. Okay. So, so the, the, we, we thought that Jeremy McGovern might play last week, pulled up tight. Yeah. Now the suggestion is that there might have been a little bit set, a bit of a setback. Now we'll we'll have a watch on that during the week, but I think the feeling yeah. is that he might not play again this week. Shannon Hearn might be close-ish, and Jamie Cripps is not far away. But given the amount of footy that Jamie Cripps has missed, maybe you know if they can maybe should come back via the waffle. So in yeah. terms of the cavalry coming, no. And we also need to remember that Tom Barris had two head injury assessments on the weekend. So mm. he'll be watched during the week as to whether he can play. So, okay, that helps with my uh, next next. Time. I thought if there was two or three likely to come back in, a statement would have needed to be made around selection, in, in my opinion. I think the name everyone's... Looking at it at the moment is Andrew Gaff, who's who's been rolled down on on form along with a lot of his teammates, obviously. But I know they've only got two or three in the waffle. At that stage, you've, you've probably just got to put the hand up and say, "Look, let's play Zane True on a wing, and let's let's actually make a bit of a statement here. We love Andrew Gaff, and we know what he's done for a long time for us. But is this something that just exposes um, the rest of the group to understand?" Um, from a coach, yes, no, they don't have many levers to pull, but here's a lever we'll pull. One of our most highly credentialed players, uh, players played a lot of footy for us. A player that's down on touch at the moment and wouldn't be playing if we were, if he was playing this way in a, in a side that had 32 to 34 available players. Um, so there, there's that lever that he, he can pull, and people will say, well, there's only two or three playing in the waffle, they're not up to it. Well, you've got to try something, and you've got to try and get 
um, a response in some way. Training, oh, I did think about this today. It's like, what do you do in terms of your, your review and, and how do you go about the week in terms of training? I imagine they've tried a lot of things already. So they would have tried little circuit breakers, like not doing the review and, and getting down the beach or, or going bowling or just doing a team activity or whatever it might be. If they haven't been doing that, doing that, as simplistic as that sounds, that's something you do need to investigate to be able to kind of get a spike and, and, and get some morale around the group and, and understand that you're in this together. Um, so there's a couple of opportunities there. I'd imagine they've tried a lot of things. I think the main one we keep coming back to is, okay, they haven't got many levers at selection to pull, um, but, yeah, something needs to give, I think, with some one, of their, one or two of their more experienced senior players that just start delivering. Yeah, it's a good call. They need to send a strong message, and if there are very few options and they still are able to send the message with whatever option they have, then that message gets sent, and it may be one that the senior players may heed. Hey, got a text in. Uh, Roy wants to know, how did the marathon go with your sister? <laughs> uh, did the, did the marathon. That was back in January, uh, around New Year's. I went to, <laughs> went to Hobart and, and ran the marathon uh, with my sister, and she... Um, she got her target time. She got about four hours. I wanted to do a sub three hour duff, and I, I did. I was aware that the Hobart Marathon would be a little bit more, uh, a bit more of an incline than what I've been training for. But the last six k's absolutely torched me, and um, I was lucky to finish in the end. But I got a three hour seven minute, which wasn't too bad. Um, but I'll look to to go back and and do a better time at some stage in the um, in the future. Enjoyed it though. Michael Barlow, thanks so much for joining us on the show. I hope you pulled up well after your game of footy on the weekend and thanks for your input uh, on the show this morning and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. It's Michael Barlow. Of course, he's now the coach of the Werribee in the VFL. He's a former Dockers star and uh, Suns player as well. We'll take a break and uh, be back with more after the break.